I'm behaving myself. No, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now, I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey, this is Jimmy Farrell from Monty and the Farrell, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel. But I want to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty the Fire, only seen here out of Indie Music TV, straight out of Ronkonkoma, Long Island, at the board, the return of Jared. How are you, buddy? Hello, hello. I'm good. Your fill-in uh, last Friday with EC3 did a good job. Good, he, good. He, tried, he, he, did, he, did his, he did his best Jared imitation. I think he was... He did a, uh, he he did a he, pretty good job. He right? found Jared's scrolls that were hidden in the back of the, the uh, closet. Secret to great yeah, he producing. found the Jared scrolls and he read a few and he was like, "Oh, okay." Thoughts wish on I could have been there. What was that, Jared? I said, "Wish I could have been there." Glad ah, we got two okay. this week, though. Don't yeah. worry, you'll be at the ones coming up. If oh, tomorrow yeah. you're with Tommy Rich, Ronnie Garvin, we've got Marty Janetti in house. Don't forget, everybody, that if you signed up, you'll for the second half of the show get to interview Marty Janetti with the Pharaoh as I'll give up the dais to Marty. <laughs> Gonna and, trust uh, me and Marty. Can, you, right, Jared, we're ready <laughs> oh to hit God. that one. We'll be having fans uh, Skype in and uh yeah. ask questions, yeah? Yeah, we're ready. Yeah. Of course he's ready, Spidey. E C three, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, here's my thoughts, okay? You know what a big fan I am of E C three and how psyched I was that E C three came in. I must address one particular jackass, though, that wrote in and said, well, when EC3 came here, he saw what kind of idiots he was dealing with and said, F it. Well, here's the deal. EC3, Wait a minute, hold on. Someone wrote that? Someone wrote that, yeah. And I, and I really laughed at it. Of course, of course, he got the response he wanted from me. I wanted to strangle him and twist him into bookends. But, you know, that passed within 10 seconds because I am an older guy now. But what really killed me was, is here's the facts there, jerk-off. EC3 came in... The same way he walked out. He came in the way he was. He stayed the same way the whole interview, and he left the same way. EC3 had basically one speed, and that's fine. That was EC3. I enjoyed him. 
I enjoyed the interview. How'd you feel, dude? I don't know. I, I don't know how I miss half these comments. I think you I'm usually responding. let me know about these comments yeah, I don't, too. Which I don't is remember funny. that one. How did I feel? I thought EC3. Um, I like the Vince we thing. We weren't looking for dirt. I, no, but I would like happens, him to get a little more in depth about right. the people he was speaking right. he about, was like basic. you know the Dixie Carter thing. Sure. You know, tell us what type of person she right. was. Tell me a good story that you might have had with. It doesn't right. have to be a dirt story. Of course not. But you know, get a little deeper. Right. But um. Right. I thought he gave a good interview. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I thought, thought he, it was cool. I, I thought he did fine. Yeah. And it's it's very interesting. We've had so many different types of people on the show, from uh-huh. musicians to brothers of somebody to wives of somebody right. to daughters to of somebody. To cops who killed kayfabe. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to, to, to investigative reporters. So when you talk about comments on social you media, yeah. it's weird, guys, when I'm, you know, when you're... You know, the day goes by, all of a sudden you'll see certain videos that are a year old, all of a sudden getting like, like a boom. lots of love. Right. Bam, bam. Well, you're right. like, whoa, yeah. what's this about? It's hard to figure you know? it out. But, um, you know, out of nowhere. Um, speaking of private investigators? Speaking of private investigators. Mm, okay. People were trashing. Oh, I remember. Uh, James, James Terry. Terry. James Terry. From our interview. Right. And James Terry, how, how long do you think that long ago was that interview? I would say it was close a, to a year Close to a year. Yeah, well, it's, it's around a year or something like that. So Maybe James, it's longer. If, you know, it's funny. When I book guests, because I, I do most of the bookings. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, you know, it's it's changed. In, in, in the earlier part of our, my relationship with Farrow, when I used to book people, Farrow used to have, you know, it's Monday. Not a great day for Farrow. I didn't like my booking. Tuesday, still angry about <laughs> it. Wednesday. To, and then he would kind of like mellow out. How many? Which ones? I'm talking about early. You booked New Jack. What's wrong with you? No, I don't no, recall no, no. that. But, no, but I... I Val Venus, how dare James you? Terry, perfect example. Like, what are we talking to James Terry? I don't think I was even bitching a year ago, bro. You have to go far Yeah, back. probably farther than uh, that. Let's be fair. I mean, I was just... Probably, my, type probably the first year and a half with the Albatross situation. Right, yeah. You know what there I'm you saying? Go. Yeah, when I, you know, other than but, that, you know. Again, bitching is a hard word. It's just that Farrell yeah. didn't agree with some of my choices on who well, to bring on the Well, sometimes I felt that some of them overestimated their value. Right. Let's talk business. That's for, fair, and we can leave that to, that just like that. That's but fine. I, I but I would say that's that on them, the, by the way. You know, again, not chiselers, not pat, <laughs> not pat, you know, patting the show on the back. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think we haven't had a bad guest. No, I mean we actually had. An I indie, enjoy everybody. We had an we indie have. Wait a minute. What about the one time the guy wouldn't leave 1995? That was that uh, was rough. Who was that? Damien Kane. Damien Kane. He wouldn't leave 1995. Yeah, you know it was sick. actually funny. It was funny. So I guess you're right. Even the ones that might be a perceived train wreck coming from us, other people are enjoying the right, shit out exactly. of it. Exactly. So whatever. What are you going to do? But no, I've enjoyed people, everybody we've People had. are writing, you know, oh everybody. my God, James Terry's a piece of crap. So <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I got, I'm like, why are they attacking yeah, James Terry? So why? I went on you know, the news. I don't know if no one's aware of this, but it's like, so uh, James Terry. Yeah. Um, Dylan Rounds' his family. I, now, Dylan Rounds is a young man, I sure, think, that uh, sure. out of Idaho that Taking a look right now. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. hired... They hired James, James Terry. Terry to find them. That's because he must be pretty damn good at what he does. So I'll read out two articles you know. and tell me where the guy... Attorney from Dylan Rounds' parents sends private investigators cease and desist letter. Idaho Falls... Uh, the family of missing man, uh, the eastern Idaho, is demanding private investigators stop his involvement in the search of their son. Dylan Rounds, 19, vanished over a month ago while farming in a rural town near Utah, Nevada. Hmm. Hmm. He last spoke with his grandmother on May 28th. Since then, nobody's heard from him, and other than a pair of round boots on the property, there's no sign of him. Okay. James Terry... 
with Gulf Coast Investigating in Florida, has been investigating a case, but on Thursday, Idaho Falls-based attorney Ronald Swafford sent Terry a cease-and-desist letter on behalf of Rounds. My office has been retained by the Rounds and Cooley family to send this letter to you to demand that you immediately cease and desist your non-authorized involvement. Thoughts? Non-authorized. Non-authorized. What's your thoughts? What's, what's that all about? I, I don't think you can I just investigate can, something without getting some sort of... Why? Can you? Can, I don't know what you? the rules are. I'm asking you something. What's the rules if for a someone private disappeared, event? why can't you go look for him? Well, don't you want to get paid for your work? What if you... What if it was your Who's sister? Who's he doing this for? What if it was your sister? Oh, that's different, is it? Is it the brother? Is no. Dylan Rounds the brother? No. I'm just trying to understand My point this. is, how can you stop someone from looking for someone? Well, apparently there might be some something no good going on. That's very interesting. You know, that's what it sounds like it could, could be. Why would you want not want to find out what happened to your loved one? Shh, go away. What did you? Th- that's weird. What did you think that's fishy. of the private investigator that we had on when you when we interviewed him? I what told were your I, thoughts? I, my thoughts were he gave a really good interview, and I, I told you he sounded like an ESPN uh, sports announcer. I thought he had a very professional voice. What do I know? I don't know what to think otherwise, you know? Jay Will says farming is the most important job, the most important hardworking job in the mm. USA. Mm. Quick little roll call, Farrell, before we get the show going. As hit, people come in, loose in the house. Loose. Stinger. Stinger. Jason, Matthew, a mess in the house. A mess? JB Blues in the house. ESO Creative in the house. Fat Boston Wells Bank Account in the house. (laughs) Fill out there. That's awesome. RJ Hudson in the house. I bypassed one name. Oh, did you? Yeah. Mitch Seinfeld in the house. Um, I bypassed another name. You bypassed another name? RJ, I think I said your name. You're in the house. Maria Davis in the house. Maria! Charlie Wilson. In the house. Let me see who else. Who else? Uh, First Lady of Wrestling, I said. First She's Lady in the of house. Wrestling, yes. And B40 is here. Hey, yo, B40. How hey, are you, yo. buddy? What up? Guys, we're so glad you're joining us on this Thursday. And then, uh, you know, hopefully you'll join us tomorrow when we have Tommy Rich along with Hands of Stone, a rugged Ronnie Garvin. Back-to-back shows. Nice. Um, nice. More information on news there. Farrow, President Biden has a runny nose cough after testing positive for COVID. The President Joseph Biden pre- tested positive for COVID the first time Thursday morning in White House said Biden, 70, 79, has very mild sim- symptoms. Do you think he's going to make it through his presidency? Because I don't think so. I sense foul, share, share I sense foul play. Really? I just don't. Trust the whole damn setup. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't think that the, he's going to make it through his whole presidency. I, I just don't feel it. weren't weren't they saying last week they were holding him up as he walked down the carpet to meet somebody of importance? Ooh, I don't like know. like the, it sounds like he's not even there anymore. I, I, and I have a bigger question: How come his son's not in jail? The guy's posting, "Check out my crack." There was a shitload of crack, and he's weighing it, and he's like, "Hey, hey, hey." Why is he not under arrest? If the pharaoh says, hey, check out this crack, I got a feeling that you're by yourself for quite a while Dude, after that. I was talking, It's Monty! I was talking the to the chair. owners, uh, Chris Patty, of the Music Studio, and yeah. I was like, do you think the Democratic Party doesn't want Biden to make it through his term? Because usually it's possible. you get reelected automatically 
in so many ways. It depends. You there really has not to... been one previous president that oh, wasn't you mean to, uh, run? to run the second term. That I get. I think the only time that there was a major issue, you got to go back to the 1800s, and there was a president, I want to say named Taylor, that they fucking hated. So I think there was some sort of uprooting of some kind. Something happened. It was, a, it was almost 200 years ago, though. So you're right. Not in our lifetime. I haven't seen anything like that. He is our president, so get well, President yeah. Biden. We, yeah, please. We're hoping the best. Try to remember your name. Uh, man accused of killing friend claims it was a stop him from summon, summoning. <laughs> summoning? Yeah. Sasquatch. An Oklahoma noodler was arrested and reportedly noodler? confessed to What's killing his noodler? fishing partner, claiming he did so to stop Bigfoot from coming to eat him. <laughs> Larry Doyle Sanders, 53, has what? been noodling a way of catching catfish oh, via hand. That's what it his is. His friend Jimmy Knighton, also 53, was oh, from South Canadian man. River. Uh, Larry claimed that while on the river, he discovered Jimmy intended to feed him to Sasquatch. <laughs> this is stupid. Thoughts? Larry indicated Jimmy attempted to get away from him so that the Sasquatch could eat Larry. Dude, yes. where do you get this crap? This is ridiculous. Listen, wouldn't you kill somebody? Wouldn't you kill somebody if they wanted to feed you the Sasquatch? But where's Sasquatch? No one can. No one's seen Sasquatch. Obviously, there was there's Sasquatch footage from 1967 of Jared threw up the picture. Clearly, but. Clearly, this is Sasquatch. There was a Sasquatch. And Clearly, he was going to get eaten. The, the photographic. You heard what the guy said. Can I get a picture of Sasquatch? Can somebody please photograph this thing? Somebody, this is real. I'm rooting for Sasquatch. Did he eat them both? That'd be great. I th- wouldn't it? Uh, by the way, what's wrong with you and me at the beach a couple of weeks back rooting for a shark attack? We are sick. A lot of shark attacks on Long Island. I mean, every day there's a shark attack. Yeah, but we didn't see one. Well, we that's were a, a bummer. Got to go back. It was funny. We so you said you were never going back. You Now you got to go back because people are actually getting bitten by sharks. Oh, oh. How cool would that be Right to see someone bitten I mean, by do shark? you remember? Let's paint the picture for the fans. We're sitting yeah. there. We got our cooler. We got, you know, I'm getting burned to smithereens. But somehow it's all peaceful. And you're like, wouldn't it be great if out of nowhere? And I'm like, you didn't even have to continue your I'm like, you mean rum, rum. Rum, 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 rum. That would, yeah, it would be great. It would just cut the dullness of the day. Like, I was sick. just envisioning like someone floating this on their thing normal, and then folks. this giant mouth just going, <laughs> I'd be like, holy, did you just see that? <laughs> yeah. And we were picking which people. Yeah. Like, like, like that, that guy right there. Get him. Two hot women. How dare beach. you be that, that hairy day, and wear a thong? What are you women? doing, dude? How hot with those women. Oh, I that can't. Beach. It dude, was killer. I, 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 I got so burned, I lost my eyesight. It was rough. They were, it was rough. They were looking good. It boy. was rough. Yeah, and I was looking old. And if you, well, <laughs> we are old. Oh, you didn't know that, oh, well. that is the star of the show. To my right, Mr. Jimmy <laughs> Farrow. What? what? We'd like to thank the band that sings the theme song for the Monty and the Farrow show. Our own Jimmy Farrow, along with his partner Bart Griggs, make up the band. Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as. In my dreams, this life not far behind. Here comes the rain. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Hit yeah. like and subscribe. Hit Spotify, it. Apple Music, Reverb Nation, or where all music is found. Let me ask you. Yeah. As great as Wisteria Hall is, oh boy. Okay. The music. Okay. And Thank as you. As great as the name is. Yeah. Is there any point you wish you would have named the band differently? No, but if you're, I'll bore you with a quick story. Go ahead. Uh, before the Wisteria Hall name came up, we were going to name it King Peddler, which I thought had a great double meaning, you know, being a king or being a peddler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
it was Pretty cool actually, name, by the way. I thought it was very cool. It was named after a guy that I, I had been speaking to at the time who worked at Kings Park Psychiatric Center his whole life. And at this point, he was a very old man. And I said to him, just out of respect, I was like, you know, we want to name the band King Peddler. Would you mind? And he said, no, I wouldn't. The next day, he calls me all paranoid. He was like, oh, I don't know if I want you to name it. And I was like, this guy. Serious? Yeah, he was like all worried. And then I started looking into some stuff, and let's not get into it, but I could see why he didn't want anybody to know who he was. I was just Wait like, a minute. Oh, Wait I, a minute. You're just going to leave me hanging on a tree yeah, with that Let's one. just say he was a school bus driver. And, and he, was, and he, was and he might have... Kids Peddler? I don't know. Was his name Kids Peddler? What, what, were you going for broke here? King Pedophile? What are you, what are you well, well, if you tell him he's a school bus... <laughs> you know, I just, I just saw some things that I thought was a little strange. So I was just like, no wonder this guy doesn't want to know anything about nothing. So I was like, fuck it. Dude, we'll name it a building. Dude, I got to be honest with you. Yeah. I love Wisteria Hall, but... You're going to start King, with King Peddler now? King Peddler would have been a great name, dude. Uh, don't do that live on the air. Wisteria Hall's a better name. Shut up. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, but I like... I, they're both good names. But I, I mean, understand. Whatever. But I love Wisteria Hall. I understand. It fits. Where's my shirt? Maybe, would you have named it Kids Peddler? No, that's stupid. I like the double meaning. He, his name is cool by accident. He doesn't even realize it. I mean, a king or a peddler. I was going to change this. Wait, story. you're trying to Wait tell me his real name was King's Peddler? His name was King Peddler. Bullshit. That was his name. No way. That's his goddamn name. Yeah, Since that, 1932. Yeah, yeah it is his, it is his fucking... Was. Hallucinogenic acid trips from 19. So would you well, find this? Then guy? he came up with his own name back in back in the 60s. Yeah, sure, why not? Interesting. That's. Uh, I mean, where'd you find this guy? You He's said on YouTube, bro. There's a lot of Kings Park people what? on YouTube. Oh, people who work there. Oh, yeah. You see, believe oh. it or not, you know, I know scenes interest you. There's a whole goofy scene for KPPC out there on YouTube. There's some videos that have had a billion, million, trillion. Worcester sauce says. King Worcester Kid, sauce, King not. Kid Peddler, and Diddler. <laughs> Here we go, King Diddler. You've ruined this guy. You happy? <laughs> I'll get you. Yeah. I'll get Luis you. Rodriguez says, "Ask the Pharaoh where's the Bartman slogan." The Bart- see, fans are looking for the Bartman. Oh, they wanted me to hit the high yeah, thing. You're letting people down. <clears throat> you want me to do it now? I think it's a little late, but you know, Lewis wants it. <sighs> Give it to him. Bartman. There you go, bro. Thank you. Raj says, look up the video of the one new jackass member named Poop- Poopies. Poopies? They filmed. <laughs> Poopies. Yeah, by the way, my glasses. Again. <laughs> filmed, filmed him with being poopy? bitten by a shark during a shark week either last year. Uh, you got to look that up. All right. I am definitely going to look that up. A guy purposely being bitten by a shark? It's like a stunt on jackass? I didn't know That's there was psychotic. a guy named Poopies on, ja- Poopies. on jackass. Very interesting. Probably pooped himself after he got bit. That's it? Poopies. Poopies. Yeah. Poopies go interesting. If you didn't know what you are watching, Long Island's number <laughs> one pro wrestling shit. broadcast, Monty the Fowl catches on the Monty the Fowl YouTube page, Monty the Fowl oh. Facebook live page. Here's on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Twitch TV, Monty DeFaro. If you're lucky enough to live in New York, hear us on Channel 115 lucky. every Tuesday at 9.30 and 11.30 p.m. and Channel 20 Tuesday at 1 a.m. By the way, Farrow, yeah. August 10th. I have to look. Our okay. contract's up. Archive. And it's, again, it may not this be, happens fast. It may not be renewed. I'm Why playing not? hardball. You're doing it again. You did that last year. I know, but this it time, worked last year. I don't know if it's going to work this Why year. Why are you? Why are you then, then to play softball? I want to play hardball. I don't want to play softball. softball. I, Wait a minute. At least play softball fast pitch. Just I can't play the, fast pitch. Yeah. I, I likes the arc. love. The arc we'll ball. be right back with something we call Monty Nefaro present. Be wise enough not to be reckless, huh? but brave enough to take risks. So you're in a brave moment.
brave. <laughs> That's right, folks. Canine Corral for all your dog daycare and overnight care. Call 631-549-1544. That's 631-549-1544. Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No, I mean I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental, Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. Hmm. Elm Logistics, for all your logistic needs, call 631 631- 299-3595. That's 631-299-3595. Elm Global Logistics. Pride, performance, and partnerships. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty Nefaro, seen here out of Indie Music TV. Straight out of Ron Konkuma, Long Island. Uh, Big Boss Fetty. Big bus Back ready. as a member. What up? Thank you, sir, for what coming aboard. Um, Thank you. So, look, again, we're going to – I listen to a lot of podcasts because I start work early in the morning. And uh, I caught a, a, a smaller type of podcast, but very interesting. It was speaking about AEW. I've been interested in AEW the last couple of weeks just because of the matchups, right? All right. Wardlow against Orange Cassidy, mm-hmm. and then obviously last night Jericho against Eddie. Eddie Tub of shit, right? Um, <laughs> by Croc- the way, Croco Butter. Both of those matches were awful, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay, in my opinion. Yeah, right. And I'm not trying to be anti AEW. They were bad from, you know, the cage deal with the key and <laughs> Betty Kingston being wrapped up for war, but decides, okay, I don't want barbed wire. That's why I'm wrapping myself up because I'm protecting myself against the nasty swinging wire. and missing on a Judas effect. Yeah. Completely. Completely. Like by a foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just rough. Whatever. And then the guy's yeah. getting in between the, the shark cage because they couldn't unlock it. Right. Again, good save, I right. guess, to fix the scenario. But why again, have to be saved in the first, first place? First of all, why not just have a gimmick lock? So bad. Yeah. But anyway. So bad. So bad. But on this podcast, yeah. and I found it interesting, if anybody remembers the name Bad News Brown, I'm sure everybody does. From the day. They had... Bad News Brown, Bad News Brown's yeah. daughter on. Okay, Alan Coach, who was Bad News Brown, um, passed away. I guess in the early nineties. Uh, yeah, it's been a, little, uh, it's been been a, a while, bit, right? Yeah. But anyway, the gist of the conversation was basically how Bad News Brown was taken advantage, lied to by Vince McMahon. Um, Here we go. Was the originator, the real stone, the first stone cold Steve Austin. In what way? Here we go. Well, this is what I want you to weigh in. I yeah, in what to, way was he the first stone well, cold? let me go through some of the things that he said. You Give know. me a break. Um, you know, he didn't take shit. So? Uh, you know, he spo- you so know. plenty of other wrestlers behind the scenes. Right. What the fuck is that? So that the, the daughter was cold. telling all these stories. I'm thinking to myself, man, <laughs> so you know, stupid. I don't think I shared my personal stuff with my daughter at seven years old. Right. I, I have a very close relationship with my daughter. Right. She knows everything about me now. Back and then, how much are you processing, processing as a seven-year-old? Exactly. And, and I'm guessing here? she's seven. So I put uh, on the yeah. Bad News Brown video, which you could catch on YouTube. Okay. And, um... Yeah. She was basically regurgitating everything he was saying on this one right. YouTube thing, and she was every, repeating I'm sure a lot of people said. have seen that. Okay, but uh, uh, you know, um, 
I'm sorry, he died in 2007. Right. Uh, he was having young. chest pains, and he, he passed away after having chest pains mm-hmm. at, at, uh, at age 63. Yep. Um, yep. Thoughts on Bad News Brown? Well, I don't agree with anything I just heard. I mean, Bad News Brown was a serviceable villain, uh, had a brief moment, um, and that's about it. I, he wasn't great in the ring. Let's not get carried away. Uh, had a good aura, you know. He was, a good, he was a good tough guy. He was a convincing tough guy. But uh, the first Stone Cold, I'd, my God, I'd have to go universes before I even think about the two in the same fucking sentence. Where is that coming from? It's not the first Stone Cold. It's a ridiculous statement. Not at all. He wasn't the first Stone Cold. I don't know. I didn't he claim that he was promised he was going to be champion or some shit too? I mean, was there some? That's what they said. Bullshit. Uh, Raji says here. says it's because he was bald and he wore a jacket that said three sixteen. Oh, okay. With the skull on so it that when he walked down the ring yeah, and had right. two beers and would smack them together. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What? Who did that? It's a joke. What? Ed News Brown didn't do that, right? No, Stone Cold Steve Austin did that. What? Well, anyway. You know. Um, so supposedly Vince. Um, was told him he was going to be champion, and mm-hmm. then clearly because he was African American, it wasn't the time. Supposedly was a story, mm-hmm. and that he basically he, he said that Vince he was a real shooter, so Vince was worried that you know they could never get the belt away from him. Oh, okay, okay, again. I'm sure Vince promises people, or like any other job, promises people great opportunities Absolutely. to work for his place. Right. And I imagine Bad News Allen at the time mm-hmm. um, seemed like he could be a really good draw. Right. Right? Right. Angry black guy. Yeah. Kick your no, ass, he, had good, he, he had a good aura. Good look. Right. And But to me, mm-hmm. I don't remember him resignating at all. In fact... In the interview, he talks about the time where he wrestled Bret Hart. It was a tournament, for, and they, they had this, like, 10-foot trophy, mm-hmm. and then Bret Hart won it. That and I do the remember. The feud, he broke it. Yeah, yeah, I only remembered it because he brought it up. I was like, right. oh, yeah. Right. I, did, right. I don't. The, the staying power of his so-called legacy that they're making so much more out to be is not there. It's not there. You know? Charlie Wilson says he was a heel that didn't get along with other heels. Okay, I could see that. Apparently, he didn't get along with too many people at all. You know, but uh, to 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 have these expectations or these delusions that he should have been this or he should have been that—I've heard this sob story before. You know, it's 1988. Who are you, who are you taking the belt from? Bad news, Brown. You think you're going to sell more than Ra- Macho Man? You think you're going to sell more tickets than Hogan? You think you're going to sell more tickets than Demolition? Well, where do you think you fall well, in this fucking it, land of it was, fantasy, it was my friend? funny when he was talking where about do you think these guys as workers, there? like Hogan you is know? a worker, and right. this guy is a worker, and yeah. that guy is a worker. Yeah. I don't think Bad News Brown was a good worker. No, I remember very right, limited. He was very, very, very limited. I don't even limited. think that guy did suplexes. No, nah, come on. He was very, 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 very limited, Period. He was. And it, and again, the thing going for him was his aura. He had a good aura. He had a good aura. Felt like a badass, looked like a badass. You know, part but, of the complaint that is that you know, Vince didn't allow him to use Bad News Allen. Yeah, I guess Allen oh, was Bad News Brown name. was way... Well, the point of the matter is Stop. Vince wants to make money. He's not going to let you use the wrestling name that you've been traveling with. Right. It doesn't do him any right. justice. Right. But then I think the host of those shows were talking about, the like, Vince is always screwing up thing, people's names, and they name the Red Rooster. Mm. You know, obviously, and I'm thinking to myself, like, 
mm-hmm. first of all, I like the Red Rooster, but put that mm-hmm. aside, 99% of yourself, but including you, think it's the worst gimmick ever. I can't. But remember how we turned, Mr. Perfect. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, yep. Mr. Perfect is a pretty damn good idea. There was Hercules. a lot of them. There was a lot of them. Look, Mark Calloway walked in the door and Vince went, Undertaker. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. oh, stop it. The guy knows what he's doing 90%, 80 to 90% of the time. It's that 10%, once again, the loud minority that, that they, got, they got to do this with when it comes to Vince. Do you think when people have a show, yeah. Jay Will says, Tiny Lister seemed to be a nice guy. I don't know why we're into talking about Tiny Lister. Tiny Lister. Um, He's got a blister, that Tiny Lister. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Blue says, uh, I saw I, Bad News Brown versus Coco Beware. They were always good matches. Okay, that's cool. I don't cool. remember those matches. They probably sure had decent did. chemistry with each other. They probably were friends for all we know behind the scenes. There's Maybe a video of me front row Translates Madison to the matches. Square. There's Wouldn't a video with me front row of Madison Square Garden, yeah. and it's Hercules against Bad News Brown. Right. And it was just... What a clinic that sounds it like. It was just wrestling. It what was wrestling. Clinic. Hercules Again, and Bad News. They were chain wrestling, right? Hercules uh, and Bad News. Please. Hercules just, has one move, too. They were just kicking each other. I, Whatever, dude. It's all were. good. Yeah. My, my point is, do you think as interviewers that when we have someone in front of us, mm-hmm. and I'm talking for anyone that does this type of stuff, do you feel it necessary to like talk up the person, that it, whether it's them or their sibling or their wife or whoever you're speaking to and say how great this person is. And with all due respect, no. I don't think Bad News Brown was great at all. Okay. I thought he was, like you said, as limited as limited could right. be. Right. Not great mic skills. Right. Not a good wrestler. Right. Not even a great look. Mm-hmm. Did he look scary? Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. But, you know, I, I give more uh, props to, to, you know, if you want to... If he wants to t- look, he went there. He was saying the first African American champion and stuff. So since he went there, does he really think that he was more worthy or a better drawer or a bigger star than Kamala? No, 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 no. So even then, notice that I said, where do you think you exist in this land of fantasy, my friend? You're not above Macho. You're not above Roddy. You're not above Hulkster. Hell, you're not above Demolition. If you get a tag partner, you're not above the Heart Foundation. You're not above the Bulldogs. You're not above. Who are you above? You know, you're not even above one of your fellows since you wanted to go there. You're not above Kamala. What makes you think you deserve a chance before Kamala to be the first champion? Of a, I would have given by it to way, Kamala before him any day. By the way, Coco is very... Saying, Coco! Very, we've uh, given it Coco, to him but, before, but, um, Bad News Brown. Bad News Brown was very adamant that he was pro-Dynamite Kid, and even during the Rougeau thing. Okay. Like, he was basically, he felt that the Rougeaus, you don't... You don't hit someone from behind. Right. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah. that's not cool. Um, right. I don't know how I felt about that one. I felt like, from everything I heard, Dynamite Kid wasn't a good guy. No, he was always asking for it. Check, Somebody right? finally just got sick of it. Right, right. But that's what it sounds like. Again, was ba- fair. Again, do we remember Bad News Brown? Sure. So that means a lot. I do. You say the name, you know who it was, I don't right? think he's a Hall of Famer. How about you that? You remember Apples? Bad News Allen? No. There you go. It's bad News Brown, and it sounds better, too. And not for any other reason than it sounds better. Period. Bad News Brown sounds better than Bad News Allen, just to me, on the surface. Vince knows what he's doing usually when he does this sort of thing. Remember when Alexander, what was it, Alexander Rusev? He yeah. shortened that to Rusev, didn't he? That worked out just fine for Rusev. Now he's one name again. He's Miro. How come he's not Alexander Miro? There's a reason for that. Oh, there you go. Good well, job, Vince. 
<laughs> anyway, with all due respect, rest in peace, bad news, Brown. For sure. I mean, he's you know. been gone for a long time, so, too. So every Sunday, 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. WWE A&E Network, they've got their documentaries on certain wrestlers, and then yeah. they go to rivalries. Right. Um, this week was Bill Goldberg, Goldberg, and the rivalry was Kane Undertaker, which, by the way, Cause we're going to talk about Goldberg next, right. but my point is, when I think about great rivalries, You're right. Kane Undertaker does not come to mind. Does not come to mind for me. I agree. It's not. It, it, it doesn't come to my mind right away either. It, it might but take do quite a while. But you see that being a huge draw, like when you like, oh well, maybe it, it is. Well, well, you know, if you go back and you watch those couple of like big time moments that they had with each other, it's very cool. But I don't look at it. it oddly enough, I look at Mick, I, mankind as more of an all time opponent for Undertaker. You know, I don't think of. I, it's weird with Undertaker Kane. I I agree. I guess that's all I can really. Add I got to be honest with you. Like when I think about the cool Undertaker rivalry, and but, uh, you know. Guys, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, Foley's probably the closest that it comes. But when I think of, forget it, Undertaker's had great, great matches. But when I think of rivalries, Mm -hmm. I don't see a rival for Undertaker. You might have a point. I mean, Stone Cold was his rival. Um, a bunch of people were his rival. Stone Cold was definitely his right? rival. There was twenty-one I mean, rivalries. Right? I mean, right? AJ was his rival. Brock has been his rival. Right? Right? He under, maybe that's the greatness of Undertaker. He's got so many different rivals. Perhaps it's that. That's the magic, you know, that adds to the magic of the Undertaker. Though he should have just one guy. He can usually, but that's old. That's old school almost at this point. You know, where there's just one guy you think of. I thought Roman Reigns is working on that with Brock, though. <laughs> no, that, well, that's a great rivalry. Yeah, that's a great rivalry. There it is. So they did They did a documentary on Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Um, Who I loved back in the day. And by the way. By the way. Those documentaries are so good. I'm going to say it again. They're them. so good. That's why you're carrying this at this particular moment. I, of course, didn't see this. Well, so. you know the story of Goldberg. Of course I do. Sure. And, you know, he discusses how he loved football. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, as I'm watching a documentary, I'm thinking to myself, you know what? Goldberg's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Wow, how did he suddenly appear on the list because with Morocco you, and the rest of them? You start looking at like certain guys, I enjoyed and when always. you see a documentary, you go, man, this guy was pretty important to me at some point. I loved Goldberg in 98. Oh my God, I had a t-shirt and everything. I was a 30-year-old dude just loving Bill Goldberg. I thought he was fantastic. And to be fair... Even though he looked like the Stone Cold with the ball, just on the bald head alone in the goat, they couldn't have felt more different. They were both so great. I enjoyed both of them. I, I never compared them. I the never two. compared them either. They were not I, alike at no, all. No, not at all. They weren't alike at all. They were both very special. The only thing is they were you carrying, know? each one was carrying the show. Of course. And that's where the rivalry was, right? right? One right. was carrying, right. each one And the end result was is, is that Goldberg wasn't allowed to continue carrying his own show. He got cattle prodded, and Austin had to rock in The Undertaker and Triple H to help him. And that's why we got what we got in the end. The winners. Well, WWE part it, and company. Part of it goes how much he really yeah. didn't love. Like, he didn't love the sport. No. He didn't actually like the sport. Clearly. Um, Clearly didn't I think he's changed it. over that, personally, as I'm watching Yeah, it. he's grown more fond of it, more appreciative. But the one I thing, think that's fair. The one thing, and it's kind of what we're talking about the show here, guys, is the big part of the conversation was how reckless Bill was. And mm. obviously, Bret Hart. Right. Um, right, is on there, and he talks about how Brett, um, Brett, how Bill kicked him, ruined his career in the head, and he uses a couple of right. examples. One where he puts a figure four on Bill over 
the the yes. ring post. Yes. And he told Bill, if one thing you can't do is let go of my foot. Right. And he did, and Hart fell back and hit his head. Right. Then Hart took a pretty stiff, very stiff. kick, and then very finally stiff. took a very stiff yeah. spear. Right. So they fucked him up. Brett claims now we had uh, Buddy Lee in here, and Buddy Lee said, mm-hmm. "Fuck you, Brett." Right. And you take it from here. Right. But basically said, "Hey, Brett, fuck you. Stop whining. Right. You're the pro. Right. You should have known what to do in that situation. So take I it from kind there. of agree with Buddy Lee Parker. Like you know, sometimes when you have an awkward matchup on paper, and it is awkward, Goldberg and Bret Hart couldn't be more different. You might want to remember who you're in the ring with. It's not just you know. You know already that Bill can be a little bit reckless or just not as. Uh, By the way, know, Phil says Goldberg and Owen Hart are the most down to earth wrestlers he's ever met. Cool. Very cool. Go ahead, keep going. You know, you just you you got to just know who you're in the in the ring with. Uh, Goldberg already had the reputation of being reckless or being a little too physical, and he certainly wasn't a tactician on. By on the way, Lou says Goldberg did just ruin. Bret he Hart's did. Career. He kicked him right in the goddamn face. He kicked him really hard. But it's also up to Brett to not run with such force to judge the distance as you're approaching. Thus said foot. You know, it does go both ways. At what uh, point don't you know who you're working with, though? I still feel like at the end of the day that Brett should have, if and he is the excellence of execution. I don't think Brett Hart has a peer. RJ says Buddy Lee was right. I agree. I don't think Brett has a peer technically in the ring. I don't believe there's one person who is better than him technically in the ring. You know, He's number one. So how do you not know what you're dealing with? I would not have ran full force into that foot. That's just... Like, so it's funny. I'm amazed he did. I'm like, when why I'm, are you when what? I'm watching that documentary? You're gonna come, get, oh, you did get coming killed. off the rivalry. Uh, they had rival right. rivalries last week with Sean and Brett, right. and then this thing with Goldberg. And I'm thinking to myself, right. you know, Brett Hart again mm-hmm. was so great. He was. He like when people tell me that he was his favorite or he's he the was. top number one. Can't argue, man. No, the guy was, and he was great no. on the mic. He, he was. was. He was. I've grown. I've grown to appreciate that too he he was never colorful in an age of color and that's what i felt always i never gravitated towards when he talked because so many guys back then were so colorful with their talking and brett was the total opposite he wasn't bob backland he was a step above but it was that approach that scientific wrestler approach he was good though he was really good and I am surprised that he ran with such full force towards a Bill Goldberg foot. Why would you trust Bill Goldberg to lift his leg and hit you safely? So I don't know, you know. And Goldberg, of course, at that point should know a little something by now. What was it, two years in when he did this? Three years in? Luis Rodriguez says the only other wrestler he feels was close to Bret Hart was Eddie Guerrero. That's fair. Eddie Guerrero was fucking fantastic. And I always mention Kurt Angle, too, for obvious reasons. Only one guy's got an Olympic gold. But, uh, yeah, that's fair. Eddie Guerrero was Effing fantastic, and unfortunately, so was the the guy who flipped out on his wife and child. I'll leave that at that because we both know what a prick that guy was. But there were very few that could do what those guys did. They were really fantastic. So before we get into some of the injuries that have happened, because I think if we're going to talk about that being a glaring one, yeah. you and I were in a conversation. Marty's coming in a couple of weeks, and guys, if you're going to be interviewing him, get your questions ready. Yeah. Obviously, me and Farrell have a bunch of questions with him. I will tell you what we will be starting with Marty off about. Uh-oh. We will be talking to Marty about Dan mm-hmm. Marotti, mm-hmm. right? Because that would be the first wrestling. time he spoke about him. Right, right, um, right. 
But one thing we will talk to him about is, look, uh, I consider Marty a friend, Mm -hmm. uh, a good guy. Mm -hmm. But I really think it's time to find out what's really eating at Marty Gennetti. Might be a good idea. And It might be a good idea for Marty, too. But when you talk about injuries... I just hope he doesn't hit you or me. Well, let me ask you this. Because I I just... I'm in no mood to be here. Do you think Shawn Michaels... Yeah. ...went out of his way Mm -hmm. to just kick Marty to the curb? Yeah, I do. I think he discarded him like a fucking... like a rag. That's my just... how I feel about it. I think Marty was a trusting friend, too. I think Marty thought that they would never be be apart. I'm sure it still eats at Marty. Maybe that's part of what you want to get to with Marty, Mike. Yeah. You know, because, uh, yeah, uh, it, it must eat at him to this day. There's got to be a bunch of things, obviously, that must be bothering. Uh, so what's worse, injuring your opponent on accident or purposely destroying people to get what you want? Cause Some, that's sometimes kind of pe- sometimes people do both. Sometimes wrestlers do both. They'll destroy you in the ring and they'll destroy you, you know, in the back. Well, what are your feelings about Sean? Sean seems to be a really bad dude. I mean, we've seen so many instances of him just doing shit like this. You know, he didn't care. He he moved Marty to the side. I've seen what he did with Vader. Vader was a was a world champion wherever he went. Vader was a legend in Japan. Vader was a three-time WCW. Vader was a legend, okay? And he was legit, and he was really good in the ring, and he was way ahead of his time for a big man. He was good in the ring. So he had it all. And when Vince brought him here, Vince was clearly interested. Vince was like, man, this motherfucker's huge. This is exactly what I like. You know, okay, so he's not steroided out, but man, you know Vince loves yeah. monsters Vader like time. this. guy's huge. You know, Shawn Michaels doesn't want to let go of his belt. What did we talk about? Wasn't there like a full year he kept coming up with one idea after another to convince uh, convince Vince to not take the belt off him? Then he has a program with Vader. He doesn't want to put him over at all. And I was watching this spot where Vader's on the floor and Shawn's getting ready to judge. Shawn just yells during a pay-per-view match, move, asshole. And I'm like, boy, you really are calling him out. Then he, like, gets on top of him and starts kicking him in the face. He's talking shit to him. I've, I've read articles where he was basically telling him, I'm going to ruin you. You're nothing in this company. Wow. Right in the middle of all of that. And I guess Vader didn't seem offense, like the type of guy to take that, though. Vader didn't seem like the type to take it, but it's, I'm finding out more and more. Vader was a pretty soft-hearted guy for a huge man. He didn't seem like But all his wrestlers said he used, to, he used to beat the shit out of him. Well, because he worked stiff, but behind the scenes, he was supposedly a pretty nice guy. Fair enough. You know, I mean, oddly enough, I mean, but we've heard that about other guys who were used so with l- the... So, let me ask you this. So, Brett, yeah. angry at yeah. Goldberg. Right. Uh, if everybody remembers SummerSlam. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin, super hot. Mm-hmm. Brett, this is real. Clearly mm-hmm. jealous oh. of Austin. Yeah, not liking it. Yeah. And brother Owen dumps Austin with a pile driver on his neck. Jumps him on his neck. And yep. Uh, yep. almost ended the man's Fucking career. Fucking reckless as fuck, too. So, thoughts on that? Why doesn't Owen how get is heat that? for that? How, how is that? Well, obviously, because Owen's passed away, and now he's got, uh, you know, shoulders as smooth as, uh, you know, as can be, as far as his angel wings go. So, and that's understandable, considering how he passed. But if you look back at that pile driver, what the fuck are you doing? Did you see how his head was a full 
head underneath. You can see his full head. You're supposed to protect the head. He dumped him flat on his fucking head. And I thought he's, isn't he the excellence of execution? Isn't it possible? What is that? I always thought. They did it on purpose to him? I always felt that he did it on purpose. You know what? You might be right. You might be right because that is the most reckless guys. Be fair. Go back and look at that pile driver. That is the most reckless thing I've I've seen. What are you doing? Bad, very bad. And Austin hated him. After Big that. Boss Fetty says Shawn Michaels is not a killer like Marty. Remember, Marty killed at least one person behind a bowling alley. Behind a bowling with, with a, a brick. With a brick. With a brick. Yeah, that's what happened. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is is Marty in the next Halloween film? Halloween ends. Is that what the next film is? It's Marty ends. How great would that be? The, Marty Gennetti is Michael Myers do, secretly. Do, 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 like, do. Takes off the wait a minute. He takes off the mask. Here's What's one up? that I was, here's <laughs> one that I was there live for. Yeah, was D'Lo Brown. Yeah, crippling draws. Now this was an accident. Okay. Okay. Right. But again, you were there. I don't know how you forgive a guy for doing that to you. I agree with Brett. When you get in the ring, no matter what situation you have, you're there to protect. You know, Draz is taking responsibility. So he didn't tuck his neck, whatever else. Mm-hmm. Listen, if, first of all, if you're inexperienced, you shouldn't be taking pile drivers. Right. If you're inexperienced, you shouldn't be giving pile drivers. Right. Brett Hart the- should have worked differently with Goldberg. The yeah. guy, Goldberg was limited, dude. Yeah, very. What did you What did you feel? Did you Did you see the actual injury yes. occur with Draws and Yes, I did. It was Nassau Coliseum. Was, what was like, your thought on, upon impact? Did you think right away, "Oh no," or was it? Uh, you knew slow... something happened. They just stopped. They, they stopped the they match. They just stopped because he was instantly paralyzed. Correct. Instantly. Wow. 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 Um, I have a very bizarre question. Is there any reason why we have not figured out a way for you to ask Draws personally? Can Draws still? Uh, Get out to the to a studio. I think he's a quadriplegic now, man. Yeah. I think he's in a wheelchair. I mean, I, I could mean, try to reach out to see. If I, we could I would. Do that. I, I would just for the fact that you were there. I would think you'd want to ask him a few questions. I always did. I mean, the the closest we came was with Ahmad Johnson, right? Who certainly right. didn't have any love lost for D'Lo. Did you think D'Lo was reckless that night in, in watching the match? I think D'Lo Brown a... is very reckless. I've always really? felt that way. I, I felt he was not a very clean wrestler. Okay. Listen, I think it's really important as a re- look. As much as we beat up AEW, right? I feel bad that I don't necessarily feel bad, right? Because these guys are making tons of money, but right. don't feel I too feel bad. like wow, you're really taking chances. They are to just get a pop, right? With some of the stuff you're doing, yeah. And sooner or later, someone's going to dangerous man. die or get crippled. And to me, it's unnecessary. Right. I believe you know, so. We enjoyed wrestling for wrestling. It doesn't always have to be, you know. Listen, that day Mick Foley went up on a cage, I think Mick Foley in his mind said, you know what? I need to start making real money here for my family. I'm going to do something that no one's ever oh, done and Mick, leave my mark. Mick intended that very thing, to make sure that he was going to do something no one had ever done. You, you know, it's in his book. Bang, bang. And it worked. Of course it worked. Taker thought he was insane. Yeah. Taker was like, what is this guy doing? Agreed. Is this guy insane? Yeah, of course he was insane. He's McFoley. You know? Lou says D'Lo's career tanked after that incident. Yeah, that was bad. I was never a big D'Lo Brown fan, but I will say this much about D'Lo. The D'Lo Browns and the Val Venuses, how the Al Snows, you know, these guys really... 
did a lot of work during the Attitude Era, you know? They did. They, 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 they were a heavy working hand, obviously, guys like that. Here's some from the list. So mm-hmm. Tell me what you remember this. Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. Oh, when Brock punched Braun in the face. That was fantastic. He was he's like, that's not a shot this is. <gasps> Boom! And to give Strowman credit, okay, he wobbled a little bit, but he got up and kept going. Wow. Imagine what those two would do to each other. Absolutely. Damn. How about the mass transit incident? Now, you're a big New Jack guy. I know. I know. Thoughts on that? This is where I always, you know, know that my love for New Jack is probably uh, misplaced, you know, but it is what it is. I, look, New Jack more than once did something that he probably really shouldn't have done, but that was all about New Jack saying, fuck it. That I, I'm not excusing it. It's just the way New Jack was. And in some strange way, I found New Jack's loose cannon thing to be, hey, loose, what's up? To be very, very appealing, you know? And this kid asked for it, too. But where's Paulie in all of this? <laughs> to me, it's on Paul Heyman. Ahmad Johnson. Don't give New Ahmad Jack Johnson. the opportunity to do this. Ahmad Johnson, Goldust. Ahmad Johnson and Goldust. Now, here's one that doesn't resonate so much with me. You want to tell me what's so special about uh, this, this is one? This Goldust took things a little far. I think Ahmad told us about that. And right. He, you know, and he actually kissed him, and Ahmad okay. did not find that. That's not exactly like putting someone in a hospital or something like that, but well, all right. That, all right. That was bizarre. What happened? He got, like, you know, tonsillitis from it or something? <laughs> How about the acolytes versus public enemy? Now, that was fantastic. That was fantastic because basically, uh, and boy, oh boy, what did Public Enemy do so quickly to have everybody hate them? No matter where they went. Now, in ECW, they were loved. Okay? They were loved. They were Mm -hmm. Public Enemy. Yeah, everybody's happy. But in WCW, the locker was like, kill them. So I think they had the Nasty Boys kill them. And then they get to the WWF and it's like, kill them. They've got the the acolytes killing them. I mean, what? did you even like Public Enemy? Or did you say, who are these two fat guys? Because I'm wondering how how you thought about public. You know, enemy. it's funny. Uh, Did Mitch, you even know Mitch, that they were magical? Uh, our friend Mitch was friends with uh, Public Enemy. Okay, okay, um, that's cool. And may they both rest in peace. I right. like Public Enemy, but I figured, was I a fan? I figured no. you looked at them and was like, okay, where did these two come from? Uh, you know, was I a fan? No, I, I wasn't. Think, I didn't think uh, you rock were. Rock or rock? I was a was ah, Yeah, thing. they were cool. But again, it, it matters who you know. They were cool. Um, I liked them, but man, did they take a beating? Oh my God. And Ron Simmons and JBL, we know Bradshaw loves to bully everybody, so Brad JBL. Ow. What's the next one on the list? Well, the next one is, I, it, it pisses me off to this day because this kid did a shoot on Kurt Angle. Yo, prick. Daniel Pewter with his effing, what was it, a Kimona, whatever it is, kind yeah. of locker. It's, it's named after a lizard, an angry lizard or something. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, he throws this, this fucking hold on Kurt, like, by surprise, and... and you know, the pewter himself is not exactly a wimp, so it just pissed me off to no end. And to Kurt Angle's credit, and I think it was little Nate, Charles Robinson's credit, Angle somehow got himself on top, and Nate said, fuck it, I'm counting this guy. Or there might have been another referee next to Nate counting it, so forgive me if I didn't get the ref's name right. But I remember that somebody slapped that three count real fast. This was a ballsy fucking really move rem- by this I, punk. Why, I don't really remember that, I remember that, that so well. I was like, you prick. I was so angry, and I don't... To Kurt Angle's credit, I don't know how he kept his composure. The second I was out of that hole, I would have locked him up in an ankle lock and never let go. I would have been like, yeah, kid? Okay, now you'll find out why I won the gold medal. You fucking shoot on me? I mean, holy shit, did Angle act like a professional. I'm sure, I, I'm sure Vince must have noticed that. Did, did he, you know, by the way, Angle's a weird guy, man. Angle is burnt. He's really weird. He's burnt. 
Here's you know here's something that people forget I like him, before though. we move on. I love Kurt Angle. How come no one ever talks about the Rockers when they broke that dude's neck and then they just kept... yeah? What was that? The first they fucking like basically ruined him and then oh give him a splash. This one's for Jesus. Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, what right. are you exactly. doing? You exactly. born again? You're not born again. I'm wondering if you were born at all. You, know, you might we, have been I raised think we spoke from the to Marty about that once, but yeah, it's like, we kind of like. You know, don't you feel bad that you well, we were broke probably too busy neck? fighting about some other shit with Marty? Most like yeah. How, don't how about New worry. Jack and Vic Grimes? This is okay. Everyone knows about you know Foley would take her, but I'm sorry. This is the most insane fall I've ever seen in my life. Go back, guys, and take a look at, at uh, New Jack throwing Vic Grimes off of something that I don't even know what to fucking call it because it was, I guess it was a scaffold, but it was 8,000 feet in the air. I've, it, it's, it's, it's way higher than Foley's drop. And the drop itself is so scary. Somehow Vic Grimes, who was a big, heavy guy, bounces off the rope. It turns out that, the, in my mind, the bounce saved his life. I don't know how the hell he's alive. Well, was alive. Either one of them was alive. I just absolute insanity. That is the craziest thing I've ever seen. But you know what, though? As, as it turns out, wasn't New Jack getting back because he blinded him yeah. from a fucked up move? Hey, yeah, wrestling's real fake. Uh, I'm, huh, I'm going to jump ahead. How about uh, Michael Tarver claiming John Cena fractured his arm with a chair? What do you think about that? That's your idol there, John Cena. Did, um, he, did he deserve it? Holding the spot. Holding the spot. Holding but, a spot. Yeah. And oh. I don't believe he was threatened by Michael Tarver. I did, not for one second. <laughs> I not mean, for I one mean, second. If it was somebody else, I'd be not like, but Michael Tarver. You know, here we on. go again. I mean, it's just like not for one second. Here, here's right. your favorite. Complaint about Bubba Ray Dudley. My favorite. The complaints about Bubba, what, that he's been stiff over the years and he sometimes will just shoot on anybody? Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about that? He's your boy. He's not my boy. I honestly don't think Bubba Ray Dudley is a good guy. I think he might be right. I I, I, I think he's a know-it-all. He might be right. I think... Uh, I don't you dare disagree I with him, I think he though. found his world out of fatness. He'll fuck got, you up. He got a little bigger and yeah. muscular right. and all of a sudden started... That Bully you Ray... he's just drinking his own soup. Yeah, Bully is, Ray is the real yeah, Bubba Ray. Him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Okay. I was, I was thinking about That's Bubba fine. Ray. I wouldn't feel comfortable working with him. But Bubba but, Ray was talking know. about how people, the wrestlers are scripted, and, you mm-hmm. know, you got to be your own, and you right. got to do your own thing. Right. I was thinking, Bubba Ray, you were stuttering right. for two years, <laughs> right? Until finally you started getting a name, and you were able to kind of dictate <laughs> what you needed <laughs> to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. But the point is, it's like, right? That's what they told you to do. Right. And you did it, and you did it. And you're telling people you got to step up. Oh, and stop oh, it! You, it's just it's like stop. You in a small little th- ECW, yep, that's and right. you did what they told you. That's to do. right. And, and by the way, too, to hammer that home, the, Bubba in ECW when he would talk was amazing. He gets to the big program. You mean yes, Vince? Whatever you pay me. Yep. Yep. Give me a break. Hypocrite. Hypocrite. Wait a minute, though. How could you pass over my number one complaining boy, CM Punk and Ryback? Go ahead. Who the fuck came up with this program? The fucking whiny tennis instructor versus the giant granite rock from hell. Oh, this is going to turn out fine for the whiny tennis instructor. He got badgered, just brutally destroyed left and right. And what happened? What happened to Punk? Now he's a whiner. Who, why would you put the two of them together and think that's going to turn out okay? 
Did, did Shawn Michaels like wrestling Vader? No. You see the difference, though? Do you see the favoritism? Well, look, Shawn Michaels Tucker goes, Hughes. I don't want to wrestle Vader. He's big, fat, and smelly. He's too big for me. And he gets away with it. CM Punk goes, I don't want to go in the ring with Ryback. He's a big, giant doofus, and he's dangerous. You're a complainer. Ah, what do we got going on here? Little double standard, Vince. Could be true. I think it is. All right, we're most out of wow, time. You let me get away with we'll, that. We'll see to everybody tomorrow okay. where we're going to have Tommy Rich. All right. Hands of Stone, Ronnie Garvin, in back-to-back interviews. Right. Uh, thoughts on these two upcoming guests? Oh, well, Tommy Rich, is, is, is he's my boy at this point. I can't wait to see him. This is great. He's getting to be a regular. Is he going to come over? What do you, is he going to the beach with us? Maybe there'll be a shark attack. What do you, we'll have Tommy Rich with us for the shark man, attack. Man, imagine if Tommy Rich got eaten by a shark. Imagine if Tommy Rich sees a shark attack. i got to do something about this, Tommy. It's not 1982. Stay right here. Nope, nope, nope. He goes like into the water, tries to like wrestle the shark, and loses. Then he gets eaten. I don't see Tommy Rich even going <laughs> into water, it? honestly. You don't think so? Water. He's not the first one to go everybody into the pew no. with a big cannonball? No. Not him, no. huh? How do you feel not about Ronnie guy. coming in? I love, love Ronnie Garvin. What happened here? We love Ronnie Garvin and Bob Backlund. What happened here? This business has changed us. It has changed it us. It has changed us. Because these are guys that they're are sweet. respectful. They're sweeties. And yeah, they're good guys. <laughs> they're funny. All right, I want to thank you all for joining uh, Long Island's yes. number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro. Again, watch Monty Nefaro on the Monty Nefaro YouTube page, Monty Nefaro Facebook Live page. Here's on iHeartRadio, Spotify Anchor, Channel 115 every Tuesday at 9.30 and 11.30 against Saturday Night Live and Channel 20 at 1 a.m. Farrow, any parting words for everybody out there? Uh, well, let's see. We covered the we, – we talked about Bigfoot, and we talked about the president having the sniffles, and we talked about all sorts of great shit. I think, I think we're good. I think we're good. Although we did skip over the punishment of Daniel Pewter. Did we get to that as to, as to what they did to him? What do you mean? For you, well, don't you, after he pulled that bullshit on Kurt Angle, don't you remember what they did to him? They got him in the ring with Benoit Guerrero and uh, Hardcore Holly. And the three of them took turns beating all the shit out of him. Well, Look I, it up. I must not have been watching. You'll love it. Look really? it up. And the crowd knows what this beating is for. They just, like, hit him again. And what happened to Daniel Pewter? They released him from, like, the loser he was because you don't shoot on Kurt Angle. Vince fucking, Vince was like, fuck this kid. He sent him out there to take a beating, and then he sent him home. Well, you can't have your wrestlers shooting on other wrestlers. On Kurt Angle? What are you doing? Can't have any of them. No, in general, I agree. Can't embarrass your star, right? And that's exactly. I mean, they're not all tough guys. You can't do that. Yeah. Well, even though, I mean, in that situation, shooting on him in that way, Kurt really couldn't do anything about it. It was really that. It was that much of a surprise. And a dominating move, and Pewter know how to do it. And, and, they, it and they're just, big guys, right? Yes. Like, yeah, they're strong. Yes. Guys. So for Kurt Angle to not be able to do anything about it, that is a hell of you a know, fucking... One thing I don't remember us discussing real quick before we go. Did you think that Seth Rollins lost something when that fan tackled him like that? Not at all. What are you talking about? First of all, let's talk basic physics. Let's pretend that neither one of them are famous, okay? You have a large guy... This guy was heavier than Seth guy, Rollins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's right. face facts. He was heavier. Running. How many feet before he hit Seth? Work with me here. 20? 30? He's running full speed. He hits Seth. Who winds up in the front face lock? The guy who hit Seth. It's not like Seth went flying. Seth fucking immediately had him in a front face lock. Right. Relax. I'm sure if they were separated and about to square off, that guy's getting fucked up by Seth Rollins. Everybody relax. 
basic physics say that if a guy heavier than you charges and has a 30-foot advantage, he might be able to take you off your feet, which he did. But the wrestler's wrestler, Seth Rollins, immediately had him in a front face lock. So now I see it for the reality it is. I don't go, wow, and nobody tackled somebody. Right. Quit marking out. <laughs> well, with that, this is Mike Botti. This is the Pharaoh. Thank you once again for allowing us to come into your homes. And until next week, later.